Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay, so it's your wedding day. And you're in love, whatever. It's been a couple years. It's taken some time, but you're in love. And then um, you find out that, oh, and you're a lady. Um, and you find out that your groom has a secret baby. His sister and his mom knew, but never told him. So you, so you tell him, you're like, Hey, you got a secret kid. And he's like, okay, we got to pause this wedding. And you're like, yeah, let's do it tomorrow. So then, so then you go on a road trip, you go meet the kid. The kid is not a baby. It's 14. You meet the 14 year old kid. She, she's a lot like her dad. So you can tell like right away that, oh, these two are related. Um, and then you also have been on a juice fast for like a week. So you're kind of like you're at. Oh, and you meet the girl at the bake sale. It's a whole shenanigan. And then and then you go back home and you say, oh, let's let's invite the daughter to the wedding. So you do. She's going to come to this second day wedding that you're having. And then while you are like freaking out about how hungry you are and you're getting dressed for the wedding, putting on your dress, your fiance is talking to his daughter and the mother of the daughter. And he, the mother of the daughter is an uh, uh, acupuncturist who travels with rock and roll bands. So, she, so right. she's about to leave for six months and she wants to take the daughter with her. And the daughter's like, I don't want to go on the road with you for six months. I want to live like a normal life and I want to get to know my dad. And the dad's like, well, okay, you can stay with me for six months. So then you go, then the dad goes upstairs and talks to the, his fiance is, you and tells you by the way i invited the daughter to stay with you for six months what do you do this is same day shipping the show where we geek out about real love and fake relationships I'm Colin. I'm Kelly. I'm Ryan. I'm Patrick. This sounds, I mean, the kid sounds cool. Kid is cool. Instant family. I don't know. I feel uh, so the journey that all of us went on, (laughs) because when you said that he has a secret child, 
I think Colin and I did not know it was also a secret from him. Yeah. That is the most surprising part. That was the biggest surprise. The part that really threw me off was... I just learned I have a secret child. Do you want to get married tomorrow instead? Right. I need the rest of the day to think about this. Yeah. But tomorrow I should be good. Should be good. And also the venue should be fine with yeah, just Yeah, it turned so, out yeah. the venue was fine because the wedding was going to be on a Sunday and it was a Monday. Who's get, who gets oh, married on Monday? Oh, get married on a Monday. So they could That's just, fine. They could just, and they just kept all the But then your guests just like stick around? Yeah, and- the guests have to come back tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. There's a secret baby. And Who's this 14? Is, and everyone's now knowing about this at this wedding as well, right? Yeah. There's no secrets. Okay. So why anymore? You go pick up the child instead of your fiance. You went together to the big. Ah, you went. uh, You went for moral support because he's uh, he's he's kind of going through it. This is a big deal. And you're about to marry this guy. And you're about to marry him. You love him. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, oh God. Can you imagine? You wait. So did he even know that she was pregnant at all, or she didn't say at all? She never said all. They had like a. He came home to Jersey. They had a fling, like slept together, and then he like moved on with his. He just lived his life. Well, I mean, there's nothing really you can do. I think you just have the kid live with you for six months, right? Yeah, she was a little mad that he didn't talk to her first. I'd be mad. Yeah, Yeah. well, Well, because I'd be like, we are a partnership, right? We're about to get married. Yeah, I need to know what my life if my life is going to change. Also, she, um, her sister and her brother in law had like bad, um financial shenanigans mm. and so her niece and nephew had been living with her from their teenage years up oh so, they, so she so just she got just, rid of some teenagers yeah, she just got rid of some teenagers okay. uh, he was also the husband was also her manny her nanny oh really and then they fell in love that's so he came in to Ryan, help how the are there so many things happening in, this. in the series run so it's also to keep, give us fresh teenagers right right, right. Mm-hmm. to keep the premise alive is this from degrassi or something it's from melissa and joey Starring Melissa Joan Hart wow. and Joey Lawrence. I saw wow. a clip of it I on mean, TikTok. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I saw a clip of it on TikTok. It is, here's the thing, it's not good, but it is two very good at being on sitcom people. Yeah. Sure. Doing sitcom plots. It's very comforting. Yeah. So okay. I, I watched, I went, so I saw a clip on TikTok and then I went and watched the rest of the episode on TV, on Hulu, and then went back and I started from the beginning. I don't know how long this journey will last. Okay. But I'm watching I love it Melissa Joy. It's, 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 it's like, and they got the dad from Reba's in it. Whoa. And like, it's just like <laughs> people who are good at cheesy sitcom yeah. stuff yeah, yeah. doing cheesy sitcom. It's like, great. It's totally watchable. Um, what would you do? I think I'd be mad that he didn't tell me. Yeah, me too. But then probably just like Melissa Joan Hart in the show, she goes downstairs, she eats some of the food, and she's it's like, day old yeah, wedding food. Day, day old wedding food. She eats some of it and she's like, you know what? I love you. We're going to take care of this. We're we're going to be a family. No matter what, you can't say no. We no. and you and you don't want to say no really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a, a new kid. Yeah. This. Yeah. So like she well, gets- also it's 6 months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was You'll thinking blink and it's like, over. I, right? I think that would be the best way to be a parent is for 6 months. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, wham yeah. bam. That sounds yeah. awesome. Although I got to say 6 months with a 14-year-old who just is meeting her real dad for the first time. That's going to be a tough 14-year-old. Yeah. Is that the well, case? She, she runs away because she thinks <gasps> Melissa Joan Hart doesn't want her. Oh, oh shit. Does she, she, she also an ran argument? away to... Oh, I didn't tell you that part. The, the 14-year-old ran away to Melissa and Joey's house She oh. and stole her mother's jewelry to pay the Uber driver. The Whoa. The driver's like, I don't take jewelry. That's, That's really funny. funny. So you really need cash. a credit card for this. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah. So then she runs away again, but she runs off to the roof. Now, this is a place where... 
old teenage niece used to go. So it's a set that they already uh, have. Oh, wow. So they go, <laughs> they go up to the roof. How fresh. They, she and, can just stay in the set we already have. Okay. And, and so Melissa Joan Hart is up there. Joey's up there. Yeah. The teenager's up there. Guess what happens next? What? What is the most sitcom thing that can happen on a roof? Someone falls Someone off. Someone falls yes. off. Joey? Who's... No, the bride falls off the roof. Oh, oh my she god! She breaks her leg. <gasps> oh my so, god! So she's in the hospital. Everyone's like, "Uh, we can't get married today." And she's like, "No, we're getting married today." So then it's actually this. I really was charmed by this. So <laughs> they're getting married. So she's like, "Go get me a dress." So she goes. So the niece goes and gets her a dress. Her whole family's there. The nephew got ordained as a minister, so he marries them. And then Melissa Joan Hart is on pain medicine. So she starts getting loopy. So she starts singing I Will Survive. <laughs> and Joey's like, dude, this is not a wedding song. <laughs> but That's then so just shrugs and sings along and they That's all cute. sing I Will Survive. Uh, we're doing Survivor ships. Whoa. Ryan Whoa. fucking Mogi. Whoa. Galaxy Brain blowing it up, r- rescuing from last week's where it didn't make sense. <laughs> this, honestly, you were so skilled. I, again, and this is maybe also that I'm very hungry. Forgot we were doing survivorship. So it like it's like you boiled the water and I was uh-huh. the frog. You were a frog. I mean, oh this is and it's a real episode of Melissa and Joey. You guys can check. This happened. is amazing. I, I believe it. I mean, this is the prestige, right? <laughs> I do want to live in the world where you invented that episode of Melissa and Joey so you <laughs> yeah, can do survivorship. Is, no one is going to check. <laughs> because also like the fa- like the details too, where you're like, oh yeah, they met at a bake sale. It's like, why would you include that? Right. You're making up the story. She's hungry. She's sad on juice fast. That's yeah, like yeah. how to not get away with killing your wife. It's just like, I've got so many details. I for <laughs> sure didn't do it. Yeah, first, I woke up at 6.59 a.m. I woke up before my alarm. That's what I always do. <laughs> wow. That's so good. we're doing survivorships. We're doing survivorships because Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, mm. is out today. Is this a book or a video game? This is a video game. Uh-huh. It looks kind of uh, cool. Yeah, I mean, the first one was super fun. I, I, I like the first one a lot. It is uh, like delivers on the premise of like you get to run around a world as like a Jedi and like use the lightsaber and the force and stuff. And like, what time is this? It is five years after the prequel trilogy. So okay. I guess uh, technically uh, like in line with Andor timeline. Yeah. Mm, mm. Um, but it's all like very uh, Jedi focused. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, and you play as Cal Kestis, who is a uh, a he was a a Padawan during the time of uh, Order sixty six. Maybe it's ten years after. Now that I'm uh, describing it, um, but so uh, he has like turned off his uh, like connection to the Force and is like oh. I'm just gonna live in hiding mm-hmm. because the Inquisitors are out there killing anyone who looks like they could hold a lightsaber. Um, and then uh, he, he gets like wrapped up into a thing where um, there are like holocrons that have the locations of all the like force sensitive children. Um, and the Inquisitors are going around the galaxy killing all of those kids. Mm, um, I hate the they're the goddamn worst. <laughs> um, and so the I'll spoil uh, J- uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order uh, a little bit here. They collect the the holocrons and there's like a bit where they're like, we're going to go and recruit these kids. Uh, and then he's like, no, we're just going to smash the holocrons and like yes. that information is gone forever. Oh, Hell let yeah. those kids live. Uh, yeah. That's They're really lives. cool. That's, That's really pr- cool. Protect the kids by not making them Jedi, which like uh, a pretty good lesson for Star Wars is like, hey, stop with the Jedi. <laughs> which <laughs> I feel like yeah. the last Jedi tried. Sure did. And then the next movie was like, nah, nah. No. <laughs> JK. <laughs> JK, more Jedi. It's like, you know all these child soldiers in your religious <laughs> army? Right. <Yeah. laughs> They have to live an ascetic lifestyle and like yes. 
Huh. And they can't have any connections. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. if someone gets too powerful, he's just going to murder all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, so I, I can, can I go first? Can yeah, I give my yeah, 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 first? Of um, just because I'm, I'm still in, uh, I'm, I'm still going to stay in Star Wars here. Ooh, with, yeah. with a surviving Jedi who survives Order 66. Um, Kanan Jarrus, uh, one of the oh characters gosh. from Star Wars Rebels. Um, he, he is a like kid Jedi at the time of, uh, of Order 66 and is going by the name, uh, Caleb Dune. Uh, and, uh, it, in the first episode of Bad Batch, we see, uh, him and his, uh, master Depa Balaba, uh, like gunned down by clones in Order 66. And, like, he gets away just by, like, help of the Bad Batch. Um, because they're able to resist the the uh, Order sixty six programming, um, but Kanan fucking Jarrus, uh, voiced by Freddie Prince Jr. on uh, uh, on on Star Wars Rebels, is the fucking shit because he is a Jedi who is immediately cut off from like any of the structures and supports of of the Jedi and has to like figure out how he uses his powers in this new world, right? Cool. Um, and so like he. Uh, at, at some point in uh, Rebels hooks up with not hooks up with but like meets up with Ahsoka um, who is like a, like a, a disgraced sort of former Jedi so he like learns a little bit from her he meets this giant uh, force sensitive creature named Bendu um, who like sort of acts as his Yoda but it's like a it's kind of a chaotic presence who like is neither light side or dark side um, and like he has a couple of run-ins with uh, Darth Maul and uh, like all this shit where like his understanding of the force is filtered through all these different chaotic elements that aren't fucking Yoda. They're not Obi-Wan Kenobi. They're not Qui-Gon Jinn. Like he just gets to like do force the way he wants to, the way it makes sense to him. Um, but like the prime relationship in his life is with the group of rebels that like the show rebels is based on. Uh, and he has a relationship with the uh, pilot of the ship and sort of like captain of uh, Phoenix squadron, Harrison Dula. Um, who's a Twilight. She has green skin and those like head tentacles. Uh, and she's going to be played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead in the Ahsoka show. Oh my God. Cool. Um, and so they, they are like, he has such a, they have a romantic relationship in the show, but it is so like, they're both the fucking adults, like doing the work <laughs> of rebellion. Right. Mm. Um, and like they, they always, they have these moments um, where they're like trying to figure out like what's going on with the individual like members of of the squadron and being like why isn't this person like getting this kind of thing and they're like they're the quintessential like uh, parents on a sitcom in bed like talking about uh, the the kids are like what's fucking wrong right. um, and they just I don't know there's something so like uh, down to business about their relationship where they're they're gonna overthrow the goddamn empire together. Um, and, uh, like, is there room for romance? Maybe there's room for sex for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to spoil rebels here yeah, yeah, too. Okay. Uh, uh, so Kanan does not survive. Uh, he, it's sad. I, mm -hmm. I was really sad by that. It's, I mean, it's, it's awesome. The way, the way he goes out, like, uh, protecting them, the end of rebels is the best. Um, but so like he, he goes out like, uh, pr protecting them. Uh, and Hera is pregnant. Like unbeknownst to any really anyone, gulp. Um, and we <laughs> we meet her kid at the end of the at the end of the series. They like jump a couple years forward. Um, and young Jason uh, is uh, like hanging out with them. And like the idea that Kane and Jarrus gets to like live on in like some abstraction as like the offspring of these two 
fucking amazing hard ass rebels um is so cool and i hope we get to see uh jason in, in something in in the future well and really cool. can he just come back as a forest ghost <laughs> man i wish we could tip relationships off of that <laughs> Uh, I mean, if if they bring Kanan Jarrus back as a Force Ghost and he's not played by Freddie Prince Jr., I think we all collectively riot. <laughs> um, that no, is, be rad. I, I, that sounds fucking amazing, though. I love that um, ship. Yeah, thanks. I, I I I love him so much. I'm I'm on a little bit of like a Rebels kick right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and I'm just really just really enjoying it. I really like Kanan Jarrus. <laughs> Good. Hell yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Patrick, you have inspired me. Mm. I had a different ship, but I'm going to, I'm going to just shift gears because I just, your talk of falling in love, uh, in La Revolution has reminded me that I just spent two days binging a fucking incredible new Netflix series. I'm just going to ship everybody from that ship. Whoa. Have y'all watched Transatlantic? No. No. Fan. Fantastic! It really? is so yeah. It is so good. So it stars um Jillian Jacobs from Community. Mm, love her. Um, oh, I've seen the posters for this. Mm-hmm. It's, I saw some of her costumes. They look very fancy. They're very <laughs> fancy. She plays a fancy rich American trust fund baby okay. who is living in France in the 1930s, um, using her father's money to fund basically um, uh, refugees. Uh, Jewish refugees who have fled to France um, out of France because the French government is starting to um, cooperate with the Third Reich and yeah. starting to like slowly deport Jew- uh, Jewish people back to the Reich for um, at this point imprisonment. Um, but it's like very much this like impending war coming on and like it's very tense and very tragic. Like, uh, but the group of fucking rebels who will come become the French resistance that she is like paired up with is the dopest, like chillest bohemian group yes. of fucking queers and clowns. Love like it. it's so fucking fun. And then they like have to, you know, they have to become soldiers and shit like right. that. And it's really fucking such a cool show. And like, and that comes from, because they're originally trying to get legal visas to the U S right. Um, and at this point, the U.S. government is not like very keen on offering visas uh, to Jewish people because of anti-Semitism. Um, but they're like, OK, like scientists and artists like you can we can work with like scientists and artists and authors and things like that. So they have this group of like 
refugees who are all scientists and artists and authors and like actors and they get them all living in this like beautiful villa together and so they're throwing parties and stuff like that and it's really it's just so it's so like you know art in the midst of like tragedy and horror and stuff like that it's very nice i guess the one the ship i'll go with is going to be thomas lovegrove who is a i forget oh he's a frenchman and he is the one who owns the villa where he's like, you can take all of the refugees right. here because the police and Marseille are like, no, 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 we're betraying you. Like, we're arresting everybody. We're uh, collaborating with the Nazis now, like, on an official basis. Yeah. So they have to get everybody out of the city and into this, um, like, beautiful, like, 19-room <laughs> villa that they just fucking, over, like, overtake. So Thomas Lovegrove is a French citizen who is in love with Varian Fry. Varian Fry is the U.S. guy who is the one in charge of getting everybody visas. Okay. But it's not going well. It's like they were getting like three visas like a week at most, right? And Jillian Jacobs' character is like, fuck that. Like, I'm sneaking people over the border at night, yeah. you know? And oh, I'm like wow, teaming yeah. up with, you know, people. And he's like, you got to stop that. You're going to blow up the whole operation. So Varian and Thomas are lovers. They were estranged for five years living in different parts of Europe, but they had this like liaison that was like super hot and they totally fell in love and then like breezed out of each other's life until one day Thomas gets a letter at the uh, hotel that he's living at in Marseille and it's just like, come to this address, a friend. And he's like, what the <gasps> fuck? And it's Thomas. Yay! And so they, he's all pissed at him. He's like, yeah. I thought you were dead. I hate you. Oh you know, like, I have a wife. It's like, you've Stay always mad, had a try. wife. Stay mad. And, <laughs> and they're like, fuck it. They're just super hot together. And like, they're tragic. And uh, the American doesn't want to do it because it's wrong. But he is like, but ah, we're French and here we are free. Um, <laughs> As we escape from the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> well. um, and, and it's great. And it, uh, of course, the whole fucking thing, like every episode ends in some micro tragedy. So I was satisfied. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I can't recommend it enough. It's like, you know, short. Nine episodes, whatever it is. Ooh, Watch it all in two days. It's okay. fucking dope as shit. That sounds great. Hell yeah, dude. That's great. Uh, does anyone else have a... What are we doing? Survivor. Oh, well, so they're surviving. By some definition, all characters, unless they're dying. Right. Unless they die. Right. So like Casper, no. <laughs> well, we're all survivor. surviving until we're d- dead. Right. Oh, but Casper, yeah. Casper never, is dead. Because right. we meet yeah. him after his death. Right. Mm. Post-death. Post death. Yeah, we don't meet him at his time of death. Okay, I said that, but one of the characters in my ship does die during the run of the show, but that's not the point. But the other one survives. Yeah. Okay, so well, tell us about it. Okay, so this is a ship that if you watch the pilot of this show, you would not think that it is shippable. Really? He's kind of an asshole. Oh. He's overbearing. Mm. He's a dick. He doesn't show any affection for her. They're married, but like, you're like, how did that even happen? And then... On oh, this island, you're, okay, they fall in love with each other uh, and they get to know each other. And it's Sun and Jin yeah. from Lost. Aww. It is one of the most, apparently it was ranked number one by EW as the number <gasps> one romance of all time. All time like, ever? Television romance of all time. Wow. Which I, that's, that's pretty that's nuts. Pretty that's nuts. <laughs> pretty nuts. That's I think it was probably really pretty close to when the show ended. Yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah, um, that was 2007 was for sure. Yeah, I, think, I think so. Um, 
But it is, they're estranged partially because their marriage was never a love match. Um, it was, and their marriage was stressful as fuck because he's working for her mob boss father. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yikes. And she wants to be independent and knows her own mind and is really smart and is really like, she doesn't, she's trapped with him. Well, Mm -hmm. and part of the reason they're on this plane, right, is she's planning to run away when they get Mm -hmm. to California. Oh, but now she's trapped. Oh, spoilers for Lost, but. Oh, she secretly eventually. learned English. She secretly, I know this. Okay. I know this. Yeah. She actually, secret- my parents used to watch it, and I remember the moment yeah. where it's revealed, Which is and huge. my parents were like, oh. "Yeah, yeah it, it is huge." Yeah. In the it's show. so yeah. good. Uh, but so she, yeah, she was trying to leave him, and then they end up being this like amazing love story of where they care for each other, and mm-hmm. they're there for each other, and respect each other, and he learns like kind of how the way he was living was not the way. Oh my gosh. Um, and he becomes a part of this community mm-hmm. like on the island where he is a helper and he is... He sacrifices so much. Yes. Like he goes out on the raft with uh, Michael and Sawyer and Walt um, where like they build this big raft, right? Yeah. Where it's like, this is maybe, this is season one stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where they're like, this is a maybe a chance for us to get off the island. We don't understand what the fuck this place is. Right. Compasses don't work here. There's a crazy French lady who like <laughs> has been here for like decades. We don't know. <laughs> um, and so they, they build this raft and it's like, uh, I don't know, it's a long shot. Uh, and Jin goes out mm-hmm. on the, on the raft with them and is, is like, I've been bad for you here on this island. You've been keeping secrets from me. I, he hits her on, yeah. on the island. Like it's, they don't have a good relationship no. at that point. Um, and so like he gives that up. Um, he gets uh, thrown back in time to the seventies uh, and is separated from her. Yep. She gets off the island. Yeah, um, and with their kid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, and and then you, as you mentioned, uh, he doesn't make it through the series. Yeah, um, and that moment is fucking heartbreaking. Yes, it's a heartbreaking ship. Yeah, but they survive the plane crash. Yeah, yep. so they are survivors. But in re- like thinking about it and reading about it again. Makes you re- want to rewatch that show. Honestly, you that was the thing that I was like, all right, I'm going to start that show. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, really. <laughs> if you tell me about a ship like that, I'm like, well. It's, okay. a, real, it's a really. I think I like so that trope. Good. I yes. like that trope of I know you. I didn't give you a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we are different people. And then now I'm starting to fall in love with you. Right. Yeah, it, and within a marriage to have slow burn and enemies to lovers yes. is yeah. like fuck. Yeah. That's, that's why awesome. I watch the Americans, dog. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Yeah. I, I'm gonna start watching it. Yeah. Wow. Can I can I share you get, with, with you guys my ship? Of course. Please. Okay. So I think I briefly spoke with you guys about. I I think I just said that I like. Okay. Three of us watched Knock at the Cabin together. Yes. I felt meh about it. I then read the book by Paul Tremblay. Did I did I ship these characters yet? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think, I don't think we've talked about Okay. The book, book is very different. I think the book was maybe my favorite book that I've read this year. Wow. Actually, I just read Head Full of Ghosts also by Paul yeah. Tremblay and maybe that there it's it's up in the air. But I think that it was such a thoughtful exploration of faith and belief and why we have faith in mm-hmm. things. Do we need to lay out the premise of yeah. uh, Knock the Cabin? So, so they're Cabin quite the different. World? The books are quite different, and I might have to spoil the book. I've already read spoilers. Okay. So in the in the movie, uh, and and much of this is quite similar. And I actually think the casting of for how for how it reads the casting of um, 
the big guy. Um, Batista. Dave Batista. Dave Batista is really good. Okay. Um, so there's this uh, family. Uh, it's um, these two dads and their daughter, Wen. Um, and they're vacationing in a very remote cabin. Uh, these four strangers come. They say, uh, we are present, present with a choice. Um, either you choose to kill one of each other or a horrible thing happens. And they keep saying, no, we won't choose. And then like they show footage of like the news where like horrible things are happening. Um, in the book, it's much more, the movie, the twist is God's real. And it happened. (laughs) That is the latter day M night Shyamalan. So often the twist. Yes. Is that God is real. I mean, what, what, what's interesting is like, it it sets up like the, the quest, it, it like, what they're saying is God is real and he's uh, going to uh, execute these plagues on, on the world. And our characters are skeptical of it. Like mm-hmm. the, the, the family mm-hmm. is, is skeptical. And then in the end, it, it's almost like an anti twist, right? Like the thing that you're being told the whole time yeah. is. Okay. So true. Yeah. Right. Right. This, <laughs> yeah. So weak. It's weird. It's very weak. It's weird. It is well, the it, same exact twist in, or in particularly badly executed in devil. Which did you guys see that one? No, no. is the devil so, real? Yeah, so the title is Devil and the bad guy is the devil. Okay. That's the twist. It's pretty good. <laughs> okay, dot dot dot. Yeah. I think I think the twist if the movie was executed perfectly, I think maybe the twist would have been that one of the husbands develops faith. Well, so guess what? In the book, one of the husbands is ha- was religious growing yep. up and he's the one that gets bonked on the head and he does see a figure but again it's like is it his concussion is it not right so he starts to believe because he's like this can't be so this cruelty and i yeah. also the book is much more cruel than the mm-hmm. movie much more cruel i will give a, a spoilers now if you i say get out there and read this book but there is a spoiler here where in the movie uh one of the dads kills the other dad and when and the surviving daddy go and and the end of the world is stopped. Yep. Everything's and okay. And it's also like a sort of amicable, like, you need to kill me. Yeah. And yeah. So like there, there's no there's no I'm gonna say there's no hard feelings. He's devastated, yeah. but like, you know, it's uh, it's it's a decision that they come to yeah. more or less peacefully. Right. And there's no regret for it because they essentially get proof that what they what they the did was right, real. Right, so there was right, no that was the other thing that the movie like and it was a Shyamalan, so he ended it with an answer. But like, if it was still a question, that would be a much more interesting movie. Correct. Anyway, yeah. but Correct. what's the book? So in the book, um, there is, so also there is a gun. One of the characters is like, I brought a gun. I need to get out to the car and get it so I can stop these maniacs from killing us. He does get the gun. They struggle with the gun. The go- gun sh- shoots. Wen dies. Wen is killed. Um, now, here's the other thing. Oh, God, the book is so good. So Wen dies. It's very cruel. It's very sad. Yeah. But because it's an accident, it doesn't count. Doesn't it count. doesn't count. One of the people left, one of the like cultists, is like, I cannot believe in a cru- God as cruel as this anymore. I, she's like, I do believe, but I don't want to. So I'm going to help you guys escape. Mm. She's like, I can't do this. The fact that this God would demand this of us, yeah. and yet this isn't enough. I can't. I can't do this. But then she goes crazy and kills herself anyway. Mm-hmm. So like it, she helps them and then immediately shoots herself as if in a haze. Yeah. Um. But the thing that is so 
beautiful about this movie. So like that moment to me was very beautiful. We also spend time in Dave Bautista's character's head and we hear about why he has faith and how he's like, I need to believe in this because this gives structure to a world that is cruel. And on the other side of it, the, the daddy character that doesn't believe, the thing is, all of it is so coincidental mm-hmm. and you kind of have to sort of believe. And so for him, he's coming up with all this shit where he says, oh, Redford, he's the guy who beat me up, right? Right, right. First of all, the other daddy wasn't there. He, it's not clearly a hate crime. Whereas in the movie, it's very obviously a hate yeah. crime. But for him, the guy calls him the F-slur and then beats him up. But this is in Boston. And that guy says the F-slur all the time. So it's like, was it? Right. Was it not? I mean, it, there is still casual homophobia. Like, what? what is that? And so he's like, why me? Why that moment? Did he know I was gay? I was talking with my straight friend. How would he know? Like, blah, 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 blah. And all this shit. So there's faith on every level of he has to believe it was a hate crime. Because then why is the world so casually cruel that... It just so happens that this homophobic man killed me and didn't know I was gay. So it's like it, 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 it finding choosing to believe something yeah. more cruel to create a structure to make sense. Yeah. And then when he's like, "There's no fucking way this shit is real," like how? Like he he's like that guy. He organized. It. He he came after us and he's trying to enact justice on me because he had to go to jail for hate criming me. Blah 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 blah. But it's like. But then how can you explain all of these disasters that keep fucking happening every time we don't kill someone? And so it's like you could tell me either way that 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 shit was real or that it wasn't. And I would believe you mm-hmm. after reading this book. So the ending of the book is I literally was moved to tears. I wept. It was so beautiful. So one of the daddies. So the two daddies are still alive. And I call them daddies because they're called Daddy Eric and Daddy Andrew by yep. the little girl. So they've now escaped both uh, all the cultists are dead but the world is fucking ending there's like scary purple lightning and shit and it's ending it's ending it's ending and the guy um uh the guy that's experienced the head trauma he's like i believe i have to you have to kill me please i will kill myself please please we have to stop this and the other guy's like but then you'd be punishing me i'd be alone in this world without you and so he's like well then maybe okay like maybe i kill you and then i kill myself right away and the guy, the other daddy convinces him and like pulls the gun away. And he's like, he's like, I can't let you do this. And he's like, but what if it's real? He's like, it's not real. And he's like, but what if it is? And he's like, if it is, we will never hurt each other because we've been, I'm going to get emotional. He's like, <laughs> because we've been through storms before and maybe this one will be worse. Maybe it won't, but we will have each other and I will like stay with you forever. And then the book ends. And like that to me is so like, should we all have like, the person that would walk into the fucking fire with yeah. us. Mm-hmm. And like that versus, well, I guess God was real. The thing that you were fucking telling us the whole time. Like what? But the fact that like this book so well talks about like what we choose to believe mm-hmm. to make sense of a horrible world. And the movie ending like, like actually flies in the face of a story about faith yes whereas the book is about faith it's not faith in god per se it's them rejecting that and having faith in each other instead but it's at least thematically still the same story right and then can i tell you another thing that the book does really really well Hmm. that i think is so cool so you could because here's the other thing all the deaths are incredibly violent incredibly on page like like redford's death redmond's death they're chopping into him so much that the blood pools it goes through to his spine and like the blood pools and like what? So it's so right. When's death. We never see it. We don't see it. Nothing. 
We, nothing's on page. And even the character who loses her faith, she used to be a nurse. She thinks to herself, I never checked to see if she was okay. So you could believe because they're carrying oh, her body under a sheet. Yeah. You could, as the reader, cling to faith, the that lack of evidence there. that yeah. she's yeah. alive. But that requires like an act of faith on, on your part. Yes. And I'm like, when a book makes you do the thing, yeah, yeah, all the characters. I'm like, this was yeah, a masterful piece. I really, really recommend his writing. I think if if sibling shit makes you cry, you need to read Head Full of Ghosts. It's about a a, a younger sister whose older sister experiences schizophrenia, and the family thinks that she's possessed, so they put her through exorcisms, and obviously tragedy abounds. Blah 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 blah. But so my ship is Daddy Eric and Daddy Andrew. Obviously, it, it was just one of the most beautiful. It, I was like, how can this piece be more cruel and yet more hopeful than this right. dumb fuck movie? I, I'm like, right. so, I, I thought the movie was fine. And then yeah. I read the book and I was like, wow, that's oh, well, dog mind. shit. It's the, the thing that I am sympathetic to is I don't know how in that movie you could kill that little girl. Like, yeah. I don't know how a, a movie survives that. Like, I think if you do it like the book did. And just not. Leave it off. It's a different yeah, movie. It it's off. not yeah. an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Totally. You could do it, but <sighs> yeah, it's great. It's such a good, I mean, it is, it, I was really sad when one died. And, and in <laughs> fact, I was like, wait, but they never showed it. Maybe she's alive. And I kept yeah. thinking that. Right. Through the whole, I was like, someone's going to look up, pull up the sheet and she'll be okay. Because no one ever checked. She'll right. sit up and smile. She's like, <laughs> oh, hi, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's just M. Night Shyamalan is not the person to make that no, movie. That's not. Because his deal isn't to leave questions and conversation. Like, you're no, not supposed to. The thing you're supposed to talk about is the turn of the plot that happened. Mm-hmm. You're yeah, not that explains to, everything. That explain exactly. That explains everything versus something that leaves you with more questions. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's not his. That's not his vibe. No, he he should not. It is a different piece. And I understand why they changed the name. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, terrible name change, though. Yeah. Not, what was it again? At, cabin at the end of the world was what so it was. So much better. So good. So much better than knock at the cabin. Yeah. You don't have a knock at a cabin. You have a knock at a door. Yeah. The door can be for the cabin. Sure. Mm-hmm. But no one's just knocking at the cabin. Like right? which part? The shingles? Yeah. The shutters? The shutters? Are you insane? Are you knocking on the porch? Knock on the On that movie, they probably would have to add suspense. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. The knock at the porch. Knock at the knock my porch. Yeah. But yeah, that's my ship. Hey guys. Two relationships. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.